Hey, uh, Butch, you're standing up, and I know why. You want to give Hayden Smith oh, a standing ovation after his win in the Coolangatta Gold short course last weekend. Hayden, good morning, mate. Welcome back to our show. Morning, Steve and Butch. How are you guys? Thanks for having yeah, me Yeah, we're on. well. We're well, and uh, congratulations on your 2 hours 23 and 7 seconds in the 40 to 49 category. So you're number one by the length of the straight, but you told me this week you actually finished seventh in the open field without without even trying, Hayden. Tell us more. Thank you. Yeah, it was a great day on the Gold Coast last Saturday for the Coolangatta Goals. Um, I had a good race. Managed to win my age group by 12 minutes, but was the fastest master overall and would have finished seventh in the open division. However, I think the thing that makes me proud, I've had a, a really, really rough three months. Uh, I got acute pericarditis three months ago. So for those that, that don't know, it's uh, fluid in the sac around the heart, which came on, um, you know, really, really quickly and really knocked me around for you know, two and a half months. And I, I only got clearance uh, two weeks before the gold uh, from the cardiologist that I could, you know, can go back and train without sort of any restrictions. So I only got two weeks of training done. So it wasn't at my best, but uh, good enough to beat my best competitor nonetheless. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah you know, I, I, well, I saw him at the pool one day, Buttes, and Hayden told me what had unfolded. Yeah, so he was doing dog paddle. Well, he was basically in shock, and he was told that he couldn't get his heart rate above a certain level. Yeah. And then once he got the all clear, yeah, yeah. he's gone back to the race that he loves. How do you fit How do you fit three months of training in two weeks, Hayden? Thanks. You don't, to be clear. <laughs> no, but, uh, clearly you I don't. I think the one, the one thing that I do have, though, is is like 30 years of yes. continuous training and, Muscle and memory. cardio. So, like, I've got a reasonably good cardio system, so... I thought if I could just get some feel back for the water and if I could do the race without sort of going over threshold, um, you know, I could get two and a half hours done. So, made us good. I, I had never done the short course before. I've done three of the long courses when I was racing Open Elites, um, you know, uh, 15 years ago. Um, but I'm looking forward. I'm hearing rumours next year, which is the 40th anniversary of the race, that they are going to revert back to the original old course which is the started surfers go all the way to Cool and Gatter and then all the way back to surfers. So um, I've got an eye on uh, the long course next year and I would like to be in the top 10 in the elite males, um, you know, in terms of overall time. I, I will race Masters next year because, funnily enough, my good mate Paul Lamont, the great Paul Lamont, has the all-time master's course record of four hours 26 for the gold so i definitely have my eyes on going four hours 25 <laughs> or any faster than that so. yeah i love it i love it hey hayden can i ask you a question mate you know you talked about 30 years of you know base uh, foundation that you've done in terms of your cardio and your training and all those things what has kept you or maintained you know you've obviously had success in the business world with what you do with mcdonald's and you know five or six uh, stores you have running you know employ thousands of people etc etc is what comes first mate the old chicken or the hen um in terms of is it do you mean the chicken or the egg chicken or the egg sorry yeah the chicken or the egg what what comes what is it that drives you is it you know your business prowess or is it yeah or is it your sporting prowess that has led to either or being more successful thanks you know what it is and i think about this all often i'm not 
super caught up on like I love to compete because I am naturally competitive and I like doing races etc but what it actually represents for me is discipline so if you're tired you get up at 4am and go swimming if yeah. you're sick you get up at 4am go swimming if you feel good you get up at 4am go swimming if you don't want to swim you get up and swim uh, so for me it's just represented discipline and good discipline mm. choices and I think that has laid the foundation of my day for, for like it is literally over 30 years now I've always done the same thing and, and I just think those discipline choices start my day well and have allowed me to be successful because I mean I have been successful in business and I'm really grateful that I've had the opportunity to but I am absolutely just a normal person in many aspects but I think the one thing that separates me from a lot of people is the ability to do the hard work over and over again every day because one day of hard work you don't see any difference mm-hmm. but uh, if you do that day after day after day for 100 days you absolutely see difference and that's whether you're swimming running or selling cheeseburgers yeah so where does that original discipline come from i so i grew up in a surf club and was actually never a great competitor when I was in nippers or anything like that, but I, I loved it. And I think that love, I started to get some glimpses of um, good competitive results when I was maybe 15 or 16. And I always thought, you remember watching Trevor Hendy, the old Uncle Toby's Ironman series? And mm-hmm. I always used to watch it like all my mates in the 90s. And I thought, man, one day I would love to be there. So I remember when I was 16, I made my first ever state final in like a cadet surf race or something. Um, and 10 years later, I was in the Kellogg's Ironman series. So it was like 10 years of working towards it. But I actually just, I just fell in love with the work. So I don't go to training to get ready for a race. I go to training course. I actually just love, Enjoy it. I love how it makes me feel. Yep. Yeah, I've got so many questions for you. But earlier we had Suzanne Chandler on who won her fourth World Masters Triathlon title. She spoke a lot about heart rate training. And my question for you, in the gold last week, after all the health issues that you've had, did you have a heart rate monitor? And were you trying to just maintain where you're at through the race? Mate, I, I have looked at my heart rate every morning for the last three months um, or multiple times during the day. Every session I did, you know, for, for a long time when I got sick, for a couple of months I couldn't do any exercise. Then I could do 20 minutes a day and I couldn't get my heart rate over 130, 140. Um, but when I got cleared, I asked the cardiologist and my doctor, could I turn my heart rate off? Because I actually was getting a bit OCD about worrying about it all the time and looking at it every second. I have a really, really good sense of um, perceived rate of exertion. So I would say almost with 100% certainty that my heart rate wouldn't have got over 165 at any time in the gold, which is 25 beats at least below max heart rate, and, and that's relatively comfortable. So whilst yeah. I was you know, going at a fair, decent pace, and it's definitely top-end aerobic, I never really felt like I was overreaching. I've just got one more question before Buttes takes over again. So Ali Day said his best moment in the gold, he said he enjoyed the ski, but he said his board leg was really enjoyable, and he wins by about three minutes. How about for you? Did you allow yourself to enjoy the moment anywhere on the course? And if so, where was it? Yeah, so after the turn, so it's funny, I, I knew after the first leg that I would win my age group. I had a really good lead, but I actually, so Ali's a good friend of mine, but I actually am 
fairly competitive with his brother Blair, who's 10 years younger than me and, and in the earliest Masters age group. Now, he started 10 minutes um, after me, his wave. And on the turnaround in the run, I saw that I was about 13 minutes in front of him. So I, I knew that I was actually going to be here. So it's from then that I sort of kept the same pace, but I could enjoy running back um, towards the finish line, feeling pretty good and um, happy that I was actually, and just grateful that I was gr- really, really grateful that I was just able to be there to compete because made it three months ago, I thought I had lost one of the most important pieces that makes me who I am. Yeah, you know what? It's funny you talk about, you know, just, you know, having that problem with your heart and how that all plays out because it's very much about, you know, imagine that was taken away from you, that ability to do that because that's such a big part of your life, Hayden, where, you know, that discipline you talk about, not only is it the discipline, but it's also, and you you touched on, on this before, it's how good it makes you feel. It's why I get up and train and whatever else because, you know what, I know it's good for me up in my head and whatever else and I enjoy the fact that I can actually push myself and uh, no one else has got that ability to do that. And You know, I, I can do that anytime, anywhere. It doesn't matter. I know that I can give myself a you know, 30-minute flogging uh, and it's going to be good for me Yeah, like, I heard, in I, so many ways. I heard Dave Fairley say the same thing, yeah. like when he was coming through in yeah. his career. So it, it must have been really hard for you to you know, hear that. Because, like, uh, you know, again, I think about it from my perspective. If I heard that from a doctor, I'd be going, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? How do yeah. I manage this? And, you know, I'd be thinking of a thousand and one ways to still be able to do something without it, you know, causing too much or having a flow-on yeah. effect, if that makes sense. And, you know, I guess Mate, that's I, where you were at. I... Yeah, I, I've actually been doing a fair bit of personal development work on myself uh, the last probably six months since Aussie Surf Titles. Yep. And, and it's actually just about recognising that that stuff is really important to me, but actually just trying to balance all my buckets, you know, the, the work bucket and, the, and the, my wife and my kids and my, you know, larger friendship group and some social connections. But, but you're right, when I, when I heard about it and for the first three days, mate, I was in tears basically for three days straight and they're going I was actually and I was I was really really worried about um, not only just the fact that I would lose that feeling that makes me feel so good but I would lose that one discipline choice that 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 really set up my day well and I was and I was actually really really worried about what impact would that have for the rest of my life as well because you know for 30 years I've, I've got up at 10 past 4 a.m but if yep. you can roll out of bed at 8 a.m like I worry about you know that laziness creeping into other parts of my life. So I am, mate. I'm very, very grateful that uh, I've gotten through it and that I'll be fine. And the cardiologist has said it, it's. I've got a few things I've got to do. I've, you know, I've probably at times got to not work 80 hours a week, and at times I've got to get more than five hours a night's sleep. Um, but it has made me reflect on a few things, and and I've changed my diet, and I'm really mindful of how much I work and how much I sleep. So. Um, you know, maybe in the long term, it's for a good thing. Again, it comes down to, you know, and you think about, you know, people and, you know, professional athletes and not even, they don't even have to be professional athletes, but it's that sense of identity as to who you are and what you're about. And, you know, that's who, that's what makes Hayden Smith who he is. Like people know that he's, you know, successful businessman, that he's one fit human who, you know, can push himself beyond what most people can do. Well, I asked Hayden the other day, do McDonald's have a podcast? Because he's just one high achiever yeah. in an organisation worldwide with people with similar stories. 
Yeah. So what drives you to that point? Like, it's a case study that you could do. Hayden, I'd love to talk about some of the other Central Coast athletes. A lot of our friends did the race up there, yeah. men, and, men and women. And then could we finish just with your thoughts on Ali Day? I mean, we've seen the greats, haven't we? So I go back to the original. I, I was trying to be in the movie. They filmed the movie on the Gold Coast, and then a couple of days later, the great guy Leach wins and then goes back to back. But we've seen Kane Eckstein come through. You know, we've seen the Mercer brothers, you know, try to win this iconic race. And then in the women's, Lana Rogers gets another win. And I'd just like to get your thoughts on the elite category as well. So, yeah, it's, I mean, when I was racing at my top in the Opens in like uh, 05 to 09, I, the last time I did the Cool and Gatta Gold, actually trained one-on-one with Dean Mercer for six months for the Coolangatta Gold, which to ne- is, is still one of the absolute highlights of my life because in 1989, I was at the Australian Surf Toddlers at Burley and my dad was commentating for Channel 9 and Dean Mercer beat Trevor Handy to win the Ironman. 20 years later, we trained together for the Coolangatta Gold and then that year, I was in the Australian Open Ironman final and on the line next to me was Dean Mercer 20 years after he won. So... He's he's uh, holds a really really special place in in my memory and and obviously competed with and against Kane at his best um, but I don't think any of those guys are as good as Ali Day. Um, arguably, you know, there were there were lots of great competitors in around 2010, but I, I don't think any of them are as good as Ali Day because he is so so elite at every single leg. Like he has zero weakness. And he is truly an elite level swimmer, board paddler, ski paddler and runner. But more impressive to me, like like Gemma Smith, as good as a competitor he is, he's actually a much, much better person. So mm. that's why I've got so much time for him. There's lots of great competitors, but he's one of the greatest people that I know. And, you know, the girls' race um, was amazing. Lana Rogers is incredible. I also love seeing Courtney Hancock, who would be well into her 30s now and is still just at the top of her game and has been there for 20 years, which is quite remarkable. Um, and I was actually a little surprised that the young Finascu pulled out. He must I haven't heard what happened, but he must have had a problem somewhere because I think he's really one to watch. But I think Ali, yeah, he's won nine and wouldn't it be remarkable to see him win 10 next year? I I can't see him getting getting beaten unless... Someone is well above their best, their previous best on the day, and he's below his best. So, you know, I, I personally would love to see someone win 10 of those, and um, it's quite incredible to say that. Yeah, mm. yeah, sure is. Hey, I tell you, mate, it's been great having you on the show. We're rising as one here, standing ovation for the great Hayden Smith. Great to see you back, mate. Great to see you in full health. And uh, I'll see you down at Mingara, I'll see you down the beach, but look forward to you going back to the Coolangatta Gold next year when it reverts to the long course and seeing you have a real crack against a young field. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on. Cheers, guys.